Welcome to the super fun game review podcast, Go Mega Ultra Between Review Show. Show. Down. So we're at Too Many Games 2018. We're checking out this awesome game called Kingdom Bash, and we're here with the creator, developer, everything that encompasses it, Matt. So tell us about it. What, what really made you want to start making a game rather than just playing games? So I grew up playing video games. Um, I, I wanted to make a game that I could play with my friends. I, I, was, I used to be making games. I was making games like in high school, and I kind of stopped. And I came back to it after seeing a lot of games like uh, Spelunky and Gunpoint and uh, Hotline Miami being made with this Game Maker Studio. So I grew up kind of working with Game Maker Studio and I wanted to come back with it. So I started making this game. I wanted to bring a game to my friend's house and like have something to play. Um, so for a season, it was a lot of like every Sunday, my friends would, he, my, my friend Kyle would bring pizza, my friend Jake would bring the beer, and I'd bring the latest version of the game. <laughs> Everyone had their role. Oh, yeah. And when Garrett would get too good at the Ranger, I would just nerf it. So it worked out pretty well. There's a lot of testing and, and working on this throughout the years. So how long have you actually been working on this game? I started in August 2015, and I had a working build in about 21 days. When I showed them the build, my friends were like, you need to keep working on this. Of course, it looked way uglier than it does now, but... Um, after, you know, since then, I've just been working on it in my spare time, and so it's almost three years now. That's incredible. So uh, what, what platforms are we going for? Right now I'm on PC, but man, like having a controller in your hand is important. It's like the main point of it. So I'm looking to get it on console, you know, whatever console will take me. Maybe Nintendo, that'd be awesome. <laughs> that'd be a big one. So you can see, like, the influences here, like Spelunky, like you said, and, and, and um, uh, what was the other one? Oh, Hotline Miami. They're, they're two games that I absolutely love. I've played tons of them, and, I, and, like, just playing the game and stuff, you can feel that inspiration. So, like, what about, like, the art style and stuff? Because that's not either of those games. So where did you... Yeah, so, so those games are Game Maker Studio games, and that's what inspired me. Like, they're using this tool and selling these amazing games. I know I can do the same thing. So the games that influenced me, I played a lot of Towerfall, and that was a very interesting multi local multiplayer game. And again, I wanted to bring back that feel of playing with my friends. It became a point where my, like, my friend Kyle and I would want to play games and be like, all right, well, uh, Halo dropped its local multiplayer. And it's like, all right, dude, you go home and I'll go home and then we'll play. And that's stupid. So I wanted to bring retro into this. And like, you know, I grew up playing Link to the Past, like Legend of Zelda and um, Super Mario, and like this is Yoshi's Island as the title screen. So like I wanted to bring all these different influences that I grew up playing and like really bring them together in something that I want to experience and to show people. So Yeah, it's awesome. And you can definitely tell there's a lot of like labor of love in this and it's really fun to play. So as much work as you put into the game so far, like I'm sure you're, you're not... Um I guess finalize with the product. So, so what do you still want to work on or enhance with this game? Yeah. So right now I'm in what I call an alpha. Um, it's fully playable versus mode, and I have co-op against monsters. But there's a lot more that I want to add to it. You want to scoot over here? So I got to. I want to show you guys some beta stuff that okay. I've just been working on. Um, 
I'm working on a story mode and I want to have like boss monsters, whether they're like 32 by 32 pixel or like the whole screen, I want to implement like a lot more like big epic battles and, and situational like battles that you can work on on the overworld map. So here is an overworld map that I designed pretty much I got working this weekend, kind of. Um, it's it's the, the work in progress over a lot of like math problems and getting this all to line up correctly. But I want you to be able to move over an overworld map and visit different locations and encounter different battles. This is a very beta version, like there's there's hint text and all this other stuff, but this is a general core idea that I want to go for. Or, or, so, yeah. so, where can they check you guys out? Right, so well, let me say, so that that's the beta. When I have when I have something of the story mode working and can be tested and shown to the public, like as a playable demo, I'm gonna release it with the beta tag. When I when I have everything complete, um, that's when I want to do my big like Steam release because. As we all know, if, if a game gets released on Steam and it has a poor release, those poor reviews are going to bury it. And I, I being one person, I, I can't afford that. I, like, I, I want this game to be released and be you know, as successful as it can be. So right now, I have a demo up on itch.io. Uh, it's pay what you want, which is probably also suicide, but we're going to go for it anyway, and we have. Um, if you pay for it, you get to be grandfathered into having the full version as I continue to make it. So it's not early access. <laughs> Good answer. Right. But so you know I want I want people to play it and tell friends because that's what this is about. It's about getting people to play it and uh, hopefully you pay for it. <laughs> so I think uh, oh did you wanna add something? No, I was going to say, on behalf of all of us, I want to thank you for, for giving us this interview. I think it's really cool because it's unique content to, to kind of just meet with the creator of the game. So, so thank you, Matt. So check him out, kingdombash.com. This is where everything begins. This is where everybody enjoys the start. So get in, check it out, support your local gamers, support your local developers, and this is how we build, we build mountains. Thank you, Matt, so much. Awesome. Cool. And we're here with Zach from Mega Cat Studios, and we're checking out Coffee Crisis. So, uh, how long have you guys been working on this? Coffee Crisis started out as a project for the Sega Genesis. Um, it is released. The Sega version came out in 2016, uh, the very end of 2016, and we have the PC version just came out in May. So, there's a lot of differences between the two. Obviously, updated graphics, updated soundtrack. The biggest thing being updated features. We've added over 50 random modifications that happen. Whenever you get to a finish them screen, where you have to defeat all the enemies before you move on, either something good happens, like extra health, a weapon drop, something bad happens, like more powerful enemies, or something metal, like coffee and blood raining from the sky. So every time you play, it's something new. That's awesome. So what made, what made you guys want to go for like a, one of the retro consoles? So that's actually what Mega Cat Studios, that's what we do, is we make brand new retro games. We make new games for the NES, Super Nintendo, the Sega Genesis, slash Mega Drive. Um, it's what we grew up on, it's what we love, and uh, there's such a good retro community out there right now, and then we just kind of want to give back to it and continue it by providing new games. And then, um, so, so again, we do that because we love it, and the PC stuff kind of allows us to pay the bills, keep the doors open, so. Gotcha, very nice. Now, um, so where can you actually, I see you can get it, so is it pretty much just like online off the website, or where, where can you pick this up? You can get it online at the website. We also have, you know, some wholesale partners, and um, come, up, come by our booth if you want, but yeah, you can get it from our site for sure. All right, so I, I love metal and I love coffee, 
How did that design choice come up? So this, the Sega version actually started out as a collaboration with a um, local business in Pittsburgh. That's where we're from. Okay. You know, we're a startup company. They're a small business. We met them at a philanthropic event, and um, we got to talking, and they were you know, like, oh, we should do a game together. So they wrote the story, and then we kind of made the game around it, and they own a coffee, or I'm sorry, a metal-themed coffee shop. So from there, we just kind of like, you know, played on that, and how can we make that interesting? How can we make that fun? And it's actually a good mix because coffee's very popular, Metal's amazing, so who wouldn't want to stop aliens trying to take that from us? <laughs> that's that's actually really awesome, and like I love that you can tell like the differences between like you know you have like the Genesis version and then you have like the PC version. It's it's really cool. Um, so like uh, like what what do you do exactly for Mega Cat? So I'm a project manager, and I also do a little bit of writing too. So kind of whatever hat needs worn, really, you know, helping out wherever I can. Yeah, so that's uh, Mega Cat Studios. Is it MegaCatStudios.com? Yep. All right, awesome, awesome. Thank you very much. All right, so we are here with Nick and Andrew for Transmogrify. Um, so just tell us a little bit about your game, guys. Sure, so Transmogrify... Speak, speak loud. Sorry, yeah. So Transmogrify is a sci-fi platformer where the hook is you shoot enemies to turn them into objects and use those objects to advance and solve puzzles throughout the game. Uh, yeah, and I make the music for the game, and I use a synthesizer. I use open source software for that, um, and it's a lot of fun. Just layering on one synthesizer over itself has been a lot of fun and nice experiments. Uh, so if you could, where, where did you guys get your inspiration for this game? So the game originally came from a game jam. The theme was Unconventional Weapon, and someone tweeted out, you know, why don't you guys try making a game where you don't actually kill anything? So we thought that was a really interesting, you know, twist on a lot of shooters. So we took that and ran with it. And we're using the Godot engine, which is an open source engine that's allowed us to really build out things really quickly. And also, like we were discussing earlier, supporting Mac and Linux. Um, and yeah, we really wanted to just go for like a puzzle game where you feel like you taught yourself. And we don't talk down to you. You kind of really figure everything out and you're you know, use your creativity and your agency to really figure out the levels. So you said you did this for a game jam, so that's like the first, what, 24 hours of development, right? So how, how much time have you, would you say that you've put into this now at this point? So I would say uh, for the last two years, I've been working on it pretty consistently. Uh, we just revamped our entire art style with a new artist that we feel like really captures the feel of the game we're going for. Um, and yeah, we're going to be launching it uh, this winter, uh, 2018, 2019, early 2019 winter. Um, and yeah, we're pretty happy with how far we've gotten so far. Yeah, it's really cool. Um, you know, we, we all got to play it for a little bit, and it's like a really awesome platformer. I, I, like, I like the no-kill puzzle-solving type game. I'm sorry, uh, Nick, you said you did the sound for the game, correct? So, so what are some of the biggest challenges you challenges. challenges you've come across yeah, I know. <laughs> what are some of the biggest challenges you've encountered making this game? Uh, challenges for the game is uh, trying to find the right balance. <laughs> yes, it's it's two magnets, and you have to move them really far for it to generate sound. Uh, so uh, challenges for making the music for the game and the sound effects uh, are kind of a couple of them are self-imposed. I'm using one instrument to make all the sound effects and um, all the music. I'm kind of layering sounds on top of each other, and that's been fun. And um, following inspiration from Andrew and what he says he wants the levels to look and feel like, uh, I'm trying to match the mood, and that's been 
um, a fun challenge uh, that I've risen to, and and I think matching, I've tried to match the level pretty well. Um, the challenge in recording and and layering is. Uh, Getting all the levels right, like uh, I'm, I'm hearing now, like the higher pitched stuff is really coming through a lot, and I should probably tone that down a little bit because uh, most speakers get the higher frequencies out further, and you don't hear that with like nicer speakers when you're mixing, so and stuff like that. Like it's a nice balance because we're doing uh, really small loops, um, so I don't want people to get tired of the song like when they're working through a whole world because they're going to be listening to the same loop. So I try to keep it really sparse and uh, relaxing as opposed to exciting and, and like, oh, I'm playing a game. And that gets old really fast. So it's, it's been fun. So uh, where can people follow like, the development of the game, You know, kind of keep track of it as it comes along? Uh, well, uh, you can follow it on uh, playtransmogrify.com. Sorry, I had to read the sticker. Um, <laughs> the sticker I've been looking at all weekend. Um, no, it's it's everything is on the website. We have links to all of our social media, and um, there's a demo on the website. There's a link to Steam. There's a link to the Kickstarter, which is still live for three more days. Um, you can get an early bird copy of the game on Steam uh, when it comes out uh, for cheaper uh, on Kickstarter. So that's a plus. But uh, you can follow us there. We're really active on Twitter, so that's a good place to follow us. Awesome. Thank you so much, guys. So I'm here with Nate and Jeff, and we're talking Parallelly. <laughs> so tell me real quick what your inspiration was for the game. Actually, this game kind of got started because of my little niece. Like, uh, in terms of, like, like, the idea of it, uh, I was babysitting her. I am like, don't have kids, would not be qualified to be a parent. So, like, she's staying at my house, wakes me up in the middle of the night, like, definitely half asleep. And she, uh, she's like, hey, hey, there are monsters downstairs. I was like, neat. Um, I, I, okay, what do we I'm not qualified for this. What do we do about that? <laughs> and she was like, oh, we should probably go get them. I was like, that's awesome. So we like ran through the house chasing imaginary monsters. So like thematically, I was thinking about it, like the call to adventure that we all know from like the heroic arc in literature. Um, kids create their own adventures. Like they want to have one so bad that either in imagination or dream, they will make it happen. So like that's sort of like just the universe manifests by what we want it to be kind of theme. And then, like, gameplay-wise, uh, it actually kind of, like, uh, mostly was inspired by a really great game that was on a platform that was not super beloved, the, the good old Virtual Boy. Um, yes. they were just talking about that. Dude, that gave me some of my favorite brain injuries. Um, it was awesome. Uh, so, like, Wario Land, you had, like, a really cool into-the-background thing, and, like, it had really great parallaxing, and I was like, oh, my God, that could have been used so much further, like, with modern tech, modern hardware, and, like, you know, an incredible amount of time, you could make something that was really neat about that whole, like, different spaces, and then so we used it to make very different universes. Cool. Uh, question one A. So about uh, how long have you guys been really, like, working at this game? Uh, so it's been in development for about a year. Uh, we've, Nate and I have made games in the past, and uh, he approached me after he had, like, a working prototype and uh, started some of the art, which has evolved greatly since then. Um, and so since then, we've just been heavily working on the demo, trying to get a nice vertical slice. Um, so yeah, it's been about a year, I'd say. Uh, I have one minor correction. He's using the term working very loosely. There is a reason <laughs> Jeff is doing all of the programming. Oh, it was broken. It was super broken. But it like, kind of looked like it could work, theoretically. So he had to do the code base from like the base up. Like he's, We'll take everything he did and just pretend it never happened, Nate. That code is horrible. And that's how we have like this really nice, streamlined game. Is because Jeff 
threw out that programming and made something that actually works. It's like you, you had like the brainchild for it. <laughs> it's like you had the brainchild for it, and then you needed someone with the actual capabilities to put it together. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like I, I can program terribly that's it and like so but jeff has a lot of like the, the the really neat features and stuff that in this game are only possible because jeff's doing a really great job with the programming and i lets me just like stay over on the art side where i belong away from the code <laughs> together we both work on the level design and both come up with different enemies and monsters and try to make the world as fun of a place as possible so awesome so uh what platforms are we shooting for for this uh, so we make the game in the Unity game engine, so ideally we could port it to just about anywhere. It's really about getting the licensing uh, and the paying the fees to go where we want. Um, right now it's a PC port uh, that we're kind of focusing on with um, goals for consoles and you know maybe a Nintendo Switch port at some point, if ever possible. <laughs> if anyone knows a direct reference at Nintendo that is listening, uh, just just send them to me. I will, I will bake them a delicious chocolate cake and love them forever if they'll give us direct path. Uh, so, so how many uh, current levels do you guys have in the game? Uh, in this version, uh, we're showing nine. Uh, earlier in this week, it was eight. But, you know, <laughs> yeah, Jeff and Jeff knocked one out in the area to showcase some of the new assets that we got in, like, kind of last minute, like, just because we wanted to bring new stuff here to have something, like, new and exciting. The game is called Paralily. Like, what do you guys call yourselves as, like, a developer? So we come from two different kind of studios that we kind of made uh, independently. Um, Luna Wolf Studios was kind of something I founded years ago, and they founded uh, Geek Monster Games. But uh, together, since we're kind of collabing on this, we're kind of just going with the name Team Paralily right now. Um, so that's kind of working for us. So uh, where can people follow along, track the progress of the game and everything else? Um, all the information for like where to follow us. Uh, like Our website, parallelygame.com, has like tons of stuff. And like that's where we keep our dev logs. And like it's the most in-depth information. Uh, screenshots and stuff like that are at Parallel Game on Twitter and Facebook and all that. So just pretty much Parallel Game of some kind into the internet and you'll find stuff we do. Awesome. Anything else, Ed? All right. Well, thank you guys so much. You've been awesome. So make sure to check them out online. Check out the game. Coming to a PC, Nintendo Switch, PlayStation 4, and Xbox near you soon. <laughs> cool. cool. Thanks, guys.